Never heard of the Millennium Fault? Should I have? It's a ship that made the Kepler run less than 12 parsecs. everybody we are on Kessel Run Weekly we're back on the main channel um, this is Cheyenne like usual but this week I have a special guest with me I have Lauren joining me hello <laughs> thank you for uh, having me Cheyenne of course thank you for being here um, so Lauren and I met mutually through Star Wars as we do um, but we actually moderate a Facebook page together which is really cool um, it's definitely an interesting side of Star Wars I never thought I would see um, and I appreciate Lauren's guidance <laughs> through it all. Um, but let's get to know Lauren really quick. So I do have a few questions for you. My first is, when did you get into Star Wars? Oh, wow. So I think Star Wars has always kind of been there. I mean, I remember watching the original trilogy on VHS and just watching that like over and over and over. So it's kind of always been there. And then um, when the prequels came out, got really excited. And obviously, I thought that was kind of like the end of it, um, mm -hmm. you know, with the movies. But then sequel trilogy came out and kind of reinvented my uh, my love for it so yeah nice that's awesome um these are kind of just like fun silly ones so yeah. your favorite character if you had to pick one Ooh, um i gotta go with ahsoka tano she's nice. she's so my favorite like just her whole journey uh, that we have seen throughout clone wars and rebels it's so good yeah and hopefully there's more to come yeah it's it gives me chills just thinking about it. You're so right. Um, yeah. If you had to fit pick a least favorite, so you don't hate them, but they are your least favorite. <laughs> For me, it's Boba Fett. I am not, yeah. I have never been a big Boba Fett fan. I think he's cool. Like his, yeah. his character's cool. The armor, the Mandalorian stuff, I love. Uh, but yeah, he's just uh, he's just okay. Yeah, he's cool. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree with you. That's I'm. It's comforting to know that I'm not alone in that. <laughs> Because no, sure. yeah, sure. I, when I discovered that, like, he had such a big following, I was just like, why? It's crazy, right? Like, yeah. he, it's huge. Too. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize it either, like, how massive of a following he has, which is cool. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously, that's your stuff, that's your stuff. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, my mom is one of those people. She, and yes. I didn't know that about her. My Whenever her and I were talking about, like, our favorite characters and stuff, I... Mm -hmm was kind of just kind of jumping around. I found Kira, and when I found Kira, that was it. I was like, yes, this is her. This is my fave. Um, but with her, she she was like, I mean, I've always loved Boba Fett. I just didn't know there was this community behind it. So now she's, like, all into it. It's so funny. Nice. That's cool, though. Yeah. What is your favorite lightsaber battle? Oh, wow. Um, I have so many. I, you know what? Honestly, one of my favorites is it has to be uh, Force Awakens with Rey and Kylo. That's just... You know, the whole moment when the lightsaber goes to her and, you know, that whole interaction mm -hmm. and their fight. I love it. I, it's yeah. so good. I it's think it's up good. there with Rise of Skywalker, too. I actually like their fight on uh, Death Star. Yeah. It's one of my favorites, too. But I got to go with the Force Awakens just a little bit higher than that. Yeah. It is good. It's a very, like, intense one, too. Like, yeah. not just, like, yeah. lightsaber itself, but, like, the emotion behind it all is very intense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, your favorite quote, if you can think of one. Because I know there's so many. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think my always go-to is may the force be with you. I think it's just such a simple 
yeah, it means so much when even when you say it to like a fellow Star Wars fan, like mm-hmm. they get it. Like it's just like, oh yeah. Yeah. It's there. It's just it's just how like we all greet each other or say mm-hmm. goodbye. Like, you know, may the force be with you. I love it. Yeah. That's such a good way to look at it too. Um, this one is a little deeper if you want it to be. Um, okay. but what keeps you coming back to Star Wars? You know, I think it's just the storytelling I love. Like, I mean, with animation so far, mm-hmm. I, I mean, they've been really knocking it out of park with all the animation storytelling. Yeah. Um, and then really, honestly, though, it's kind of community like us, like the, the, the Facebook group, the, the podcasting community. It's just so much fun talking Star Wars to, like, other Star Wars fans. Like, it's mm-hmm. just like a riot. Like, yeah. you get different perspectives and different ideas that maybe you never thought of. So it's, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. And that, for me, um, I didn't know it was out here. Similar to my mom, I didn't even really know it existed. Her and I first, I drug her to uh, Celebration Orlando 2017 or 16. Yeah. So I was just, I was here on my seasonal job, and I was like, Mark Hamill's in town. (laughs) And she's like, yeah, she's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, there's a thing called Star Wars Celebration, and we have to go right now. <laughs> so that just like pulled me right in, and here we are. Yeah. Um, the last two are a little fun. Um, so if you could own any creature in Star Wars universe, what would it be? So like pet, sidekick, anything yeah. like that. I love cat. I want a little cat. Just nice. give me a little cat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're my favorite. Cuddly yet ferocious. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I gotta go with a little cat for sure. Nice. I love that you like knew that too. Because for me, I was just like, I don't know. <laughs> I <laughs> still don't know. There's a lot know. of good choices. There's yeah, so there's many. Cool, right? yeah. yeah. And I'm yeah. reading I'm reading Master and Apprentice right now. And uh, I just got to a part without spoilers. Are you okay if I mention it? Oh, go ahead. Um, so there's a part where Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon are riding Varactyls, which he rides in Revenge of the Sith. And I didn't, I, I knew that I had heard the name before, but I wasn't aware that it was that. And he, cause he's on a different planet. So I didn't think that it would be the same animal. Um, right. and I was like, oh, I do love those. <laughs> those are fun. <laughs> they are. They're so cute. They're I love so them cute. Too. Yeah. Uh, last question. Another fun one. What color would your lightsaber be? Purple. Nice. Purple. I love, I love Mace, uh, Mace Windu's lightsaber because it's purple. Mm-hmm. I, I always wanted like a, pur- I think the purple lightsaber is just, I, I don't know why. I, I love the color purple, but like, mm-hmm. yeah. I have a purple lightsaber, 100%. That's that. awesome. Yeah. I also love that it kind of just came to light. I, I mean, I'm sure it's been out there forever, but, like, just came to light of how George and Samuel had that conversation. Oh, yeah. yeah that's it's so funny. So yeah. funny. It's so yeah. chill, too. It's very, very much their personalities. Right. Like, right. George was just so casual about it. Yeah. And, it seems like, I want I want to be noticed. I want to know where I am. Yeah. Give me a, give me a purple lightsaber. Exactly. Like, okay. Yeah, here you go. Have it. I'm not gonna say no to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay, well, let's go ahead and get into the meat of this episode. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed hearing those answers. Um, it's one of my favorite parts of interviewing new people. Um, is getting to know everybody just in general. I know we conversate back and forth constantly, but I just love the Star Wars insight into people. You know. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of fun. It is. So we're talking Asajj Ventress today. 
Yeah. So kind of my first question is a two-parter, but also that means the same thing. So I want to know why you wanted to talk about her. So for the listeners, I do ask my guests if they have somebody particular they want to talk about. Um, Like I interviewed two cosplayers. They cosplayed the characters that we talked about. Um, And I went, I reached out to them with that proposal. And then I was like, you know what? I should ask my guests if they have somebody in particular. And if I haven't talked about them, let's go ahead. Because that's going to help me. I don't know much about her. Um, So knowing why you chose her, but also in tandem with that, what she means to you. Mm -hmm. So I I think Asajj Fetris is just one of those characters that has such a rich story arc from like beginning to end. It's such like a Star Wars, Star Wars like story arc, and I loved it. Um, you know, obviously we have our our, our great female heroes. We have mm-hmm. Leia, we have Rey, we have uh, Holdo. You know, you could name a bunch of female great hero, uh, great heroines of us to look up to. Uh, but it's cool to see like from the you know Sith perspective in a female being in that type of environment. So that I think that's why she kind of you know what. That's what draw drew me to her, mm-hmm. um, and I think she's just so you know again like her whole arc of just you know going from you know being a you know going from being a night sister to going to being a padawan to losing her master to you know being betrayed by Dooku after he you know pulls her in to be a Sith, and just that roller coaster of like her story is just amazing, and I, yeah, and I just I loved it so much you know because there's so much there to to take in and to dive into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, great point. Um, and speaking of that, so we meet her as a Sith apprentice, um, technically, because Dooku yeah. identifies as such. Um, yeah. And before we learn, but that's all before we even learn any more of her story. Um, so what was her kind of the moment that you realized that she was one of your favorites? So which part of her story were yeah. you like, okay, okay, I'm getting there, you know? <laughs> so, I, I I mean, her introduction was cool. I mean, that when you see her in the movie, the Clone Wars movie, mm-hmm. you know, you see this female, like, Sith with two red lightsabers, you're like, wow, this is really, really cool. Yeah. You know, and then you get, you know, you get more into her story. And I think it was when she and Dooku, when Dooku betrays her, mm-hmm. and she is basically, like, literally on her own after that. Like she's, you know, she has to go, she goes back to Mother Towns and she goes back to the Night Sisters, tries to kind of go back to, you know, find family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that. Oh. done. Like, it, that part of her story. Just trying to, trying to find family. Mm-hmm. You know, she thought she had it with Dooku and he betrays her. You know, she goes back to the Night Sisters and Mother Towns and, and, you know, she tries to kind of get back to that. And then, you know, that falls apart after, you know, Grievous comes and kind of destroys all that. And then she's literally on her own, you know, then she has to, you know, kind of go about it on on her own and becomes a bounty hunter and does stuff with Boba yeah. Fett and that crew. So it's a really wild story. And I think it was at that point, though, when I think she is betrayed by Dooku. And then that her whole story just kind of takes a really awesome turn of, like, redemption. And, you know, obviously, you, if you read the Dark, Dark Disciple book, it goes mm-hmm. even into more of all that. Um, but yeah, I think that was the moment though when she had to basically start fresh, you know, yeah. right after Dooku, um, you know, abandons her and uh, doesn't want her to be her apprentice anymore. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's definitely like such a different moment, um, too, that we don't typically see in Star Wars. So, um, speaking of just her story in general, how do you think? So, I love, I love kind of just like the what ifs, um, yeah. talking in character form. Yeah, um, me too. 
So like what would have what do you think would have happened if she hadn't been put into slavery? Yeah, that's such a and I, I remember when you posed me this question, I was mm-hmm. like, Man, this is really it's a really interesting one because you could kind of still take it in, in, in many different ways. Like mm-hmm. if she you know, if she stays the Padawan, you know, does Dooku still maybe or does this, you know the dark side still pull to her, mm-hmm. just like Anakin, you know? Because I, I always felt that like her story is kind of very parallel to Anakin, to where you know the loss of family and things like that, you know, it it almost drove them to, you know, following the darker path and mm-hmm. not being able to stay on that light side, that light path. So you know, it, it I, I think she, I honestly, I still think she would have maybe gone down the path she would have. Oh. You know, even even if she, you know, doesn't uh, gets out of slavery and mm-hmm. stays with Padawan and, you know, tries to follow the Jedi Order, I feel like almost she might have even followed kind of Ahsoka where maybe she leaves the Jedi Order too. Yeah. You know, at that point. Because I think she, you know, she, she reminds me of Ahsoka in that respect too because she, you know, she sees kind of both sides. Yeah. You know, kind of like Ahsoka finally did um, after a while. That she saw what the Jedi was were doing was good, but then she saw the bad as well. And I think that's what you know, Asajj did as well. She saw, you know, the the good that she felt with the with what they were doing with the Sith and what her and um, Dooku were doing, trying mm-hmm. to you know help the help the, the galaxy yeah. in their own way. But then she again she gets betrayed, and then she sees it in a totally different way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I still think her path. You know, and for me in Star Wars, I think your path is almost destined because I think it always comes back to it. You know, I think even if Anakin doesn't um, turn at that moment, does he turn still because of X, Y, and Z? You never know. Right. I feel like you know. I think that's why I feel with Massage. Her, her her destiny was always going down the path that she that she went on. For yeah. Sure. Interesting. Yeah, because I do. I also consider her like um a originally like a good person you know like she was there wasn't there wasn't any saying that she wasn't and like even even when she became a quote-unquote bad person like she knew right from wrong and she just was like i just have to fight for what's right for me and this Mm -hmm. seems to be right for me right now yeah so it's such an interesting yeah very like she you know she was out for herself but then she was, you know, sympathetic to people, though. So it was like she always had a little bit of a Jedi in her. Yeah. From, you know, and it, it never went full. But then, you know, again, the dark side, as we know, is sometimes stronger. And she kind of still, you know, led down that darker path. So, mm-hmm. yeah, totally agree with you. Totally yeah. Agree. And it tends to, I mean, it's a theme, you know. That's kind of the point of the dark side is, like, when you start to lose yourself, it starts to pull you in even more. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. big on, like you said, like her her and Anakin both have that. They start to lose themselves because something else in the dark side is like, here, come here. Yeah. I've got yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. I got you. It's fine. And then they don't. <laughs> um, so our next one is something that I don't know much about. I already don't know much about Asajj as a character. I do like her, um, but I just never kind of knew insider details. So this one was kind of a side story what if for her that I thought of? So we know that Talzin, Mother Talzin and Palpatine have a troubling relationship. Um, ultimately, Sidious is the reason that Talzin dies. Um, because of, like, mm-hmm. after his fight with Savage and Maul, she, like, gives her energies to them, right? Um, mm-hmm. And then passes into the spirit world. So technically she's not, like, gone. But 
in the right. spirit world, it's different. Um, I don't know any more details. If that's just it, then great. I know it. But um, <laughs> if they had had, like, so if it would, a, a team up, Darth Maul, Savage, Mother Talzin, Ventress, and then maybe the other sisters go along with them. Um, if they had ambushed Sidious like the brothers did, do you think the outcome would have been different? Or how do you think that fight would have even gone down? Like, what cool moves we, would we have seen? <laughs> yeah. And, again, great question. So, you know, if think of it, I think of it this way. Even if they would have done that. So if you had Maul and, and uh, you know, Asajj and Mother Townsend and all the Night Sisters and even the brothers... Um, trying to overthrow, you know, Sidious. Mm-hmm. I still think he wins, honestly, yeah. because he was such, as we know, Sidious was such a master planner, and yeah. he had things going on that a lot of people didn't know, and that he always kept everything close to the vest. Mm-hmm. So, like, who knows what he would have had planned. I mean, once he found, I mean, obviously in Clone Wars, we know that once he felt Maul and uh, Asajj Press, you know, and Mandalore, he went to Mandalore because he knew that was going to screw everything up. Mm-hmm. So he personally went there to stop it. So, like, he had ways of putting the kibosh on everything. Mm-hmm. So I, I, it would have been very interesting, though. I, I do agree where I think it, it, it would have been a very interesting battle between, honestly, Mother Townsend and Sidious because, you know, I don't think a lot of people give Mother Townsend credit to where she was very powerful. Yeah. And not, I think people misconstrued like what she had as magic and everything like that me personally i always thought that it was the force but it was just like a way she was using the force yeah like it was just how the night sisters were interpreting the force themselves and how mm-hmm. they were using it so and obviously we know sidious used that black magic or whatnot i mean he he definitely was aware of it and mm-hmm. that's why i reached out to mother townsend but um, that would have been interesting, I think, that fight of Mother Townsend versus Sidious. Like, if they were kind of both at their peak, that would have been a very interesting interesting battle. But I I, do, yeah. I still think Sidious would have won. He, he was such a master planner. I mean, he, he really is. He was just like 10, 20, 30 steps ahead of everybody. He knew everybody. what was going on ahead of everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the only person I think might be that might have rivaled Sidious was Yoda. I mean, yeah. honestly, as far as knowing what's going on, but yeah, uh, yeah, I still, yeah, I don't, I don't think the the Night Sisters brothers and Mother Townsend and all of them, I don't think they would have won. To be honest, I think they would have been destroyed. Yeah, the, I mean, that when I posed the question, I thought the same thing. I was just like, God, like I would love to think that teaming up all these people that know, like you said, kind of how to use the Force in such a different way mm-hmm. would have different methods to fighting, but like. He, he knows that, you know, like he seems to know everything and like him, him coming back in, let's go sequel trilogy for a second. So Mm -hmm. him like coming back into the sequel trilogy, I thought it was so cool. Like I originally, when I heard the idea, I was like, what would be the point of that? And then I thought about it more, like just kind of on my own, um, I was like, that'd be pretty cool, actually, because then it's just like he he knows he knows everything. And it's that's what makes him such a good big bad in the universe. And um, even though he was gross (laughs) in the single trilogy, (laughs) like, God, it was so much worse. Like the the crack face was already nasty, but like 
ew. <laughs> everything else. Yeah, ew. everything oh, God, was just yeah. escalated in the sequel trilogy. <laughs> but I was just like, I mean, this is pretty cool. So, yeah. so like, whether or not anybody, like, agrees or disagrees with the elements of that story, the fact that he was the puppeteer for so long... And when people thought he was gone, like, he shadowed his existence originally from the Jedi, and then he continued to shadow it after his death. It's crazy. So much so, yeah, that somebody like Rey, who was so powerful and also familiarly connected to him, couldn't tell that he was there. Right. You know? Right. Like, yeah. that's insane to me. And I, I, that's what I really liked about the book, too. Uh, I don't know if you read the, the novelization. I haven't yet. Yeah, oh, it's so good. I, it does a really good job of kind of explaining uh, a little bit about that. They, they kind of go more, a little bit in depth of, like, what oh. the timeline we see him in the beginning of the movie. Like, you know, Kylo, Kylo describes it. Is, it is really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. I highly recommend reading the book. It, it gives more depth for me at... Uh, on the movie, mm-hmm. so like when I when I'm gonna watch it, yeah, when I watch Tross again, like I'll give it, I'll see it in a different way now, just because mm-hmm. of how the book explains things and make it made a lot more sense for sure. Yeah, I am very excited yeah. to read it. I definitely, um, when I saw that it was coming out and stuff, I was like, okay, well, I don't because I've never read the uh, movie novelizations. Oh, they're so good. Yeah, and I was just like, I guess I got to get into that, and I guess I could just do it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'll just get Rise of Skywalker first, and then know all of that. And then, because I'll be honest with you, when, and I don't mean to, like, divert from the Asajj questions, but um, when I first saw the movie, I was floored. Like, when I left The Last Jedi, I didn't talk the whole ride home. Um, And we got home, and my mom was like, are you okay? And I was like, I don't know. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I just, that was amazing. And also I'm confused. (laughs) Like there was just so many feelings that I didn't know how to feel about a movie before, you know? And uh, Rise of Skywalker did the same thing to me. Mm -hmm. But instead my reaction was like, I love it. Like I was just like ready to like come to terms and be okay with everything. um, Because I was just emotionally what's the right word, like, empty (laughs) after it. I was like, I don't, this is it. Like, it was so, it concluded for me well, um, well enough. And I know not everybody agrees with that, but just, uh, there's obviously, like, issues with it in general, but there's issues with everything. And I just, like, having joined this fandom and, like, seen kind of how it works and stuff, I'm just, like, I've always been one of those people that, like, I love these movies and so even with these problems in it like i'm gonna love them yeah Yeah, it's never gonna nothing that's is ever gonna happen in these movies that's gonna ruin it for me you know yeah um yeah 100 i felt the same way too when i um you know after the force awakens i man i loved it you know loved the movie i was so glad that the franchise is back mm -hmm. again last jedi first viewing i was just very very basically spot on with you like <laughs> I, I liked it there's so much to love about it and then i was like so confused mm-hmm. when i liked it i was just like i don't know where i'm at with this <laughs> and then honestly again reading the uh, last jedi novelization changed mm-hmm. everything for me oh nice and it made it that much better like mm-hmm. i was just like oh wow okay this is this is great like i i already kind of liked it but then that just took it into another level. Oh, good so to know. Again, same thing with Tross. Like, I, I liked the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I, 
I had some issues with with certain plot points mm-hmm. and storylines, but that's okay. It's, mm-hmm. I'm not the one writing it. I'm not exactly. the movie, so yeah. I'm cool with whatever you give me. Um, but again, again, the trust novel does a great job of expanding it and giving it more depth. So mm-hmm. yeah, I yeah, if people you know if you watch the movies, that's fun. I would so recommend reading books. Okay. It gives more depth. It's not just the novel, you know, the the novelizations of the movies, but just all canon. It's it's really good stuff. Yeah, I that's why I really I really love um, getting into the canon stuff because originally when I started reading Star Wars books, I was like, I'm just gonna read like legend stuff because it'll be just like fun stories that I don't have to worry about knowing much about anymore. Right. Like, oh, right. and then it canon exploded, and I was like, okay, well now I gotta do this. Like, I gotta just <laughs> go for it. Um, so and like, I mean, I've found so many books that I've loved because of that. But yeah, the novelizations, I, I've been just kind of like teetering on getting them so it's definitely i think it's something that i just need to invest in and i'm also like gonna invest in the art of star wars books yes oh i have those those they look amazing and every time one comes out i'm like okay like i'll get it when i have 40 dollars, and then i just don't (laughs) (laughs) and um i listen i listen to blast points um, I don't know if you've listened to them before, but Jason and Gabe are hilarious. And even when they do Art of Star Wars, I'm just like amazed at everything that's in those books. So I just got to do it because, and I just love the the movie magic of it all too. Oh yeah, yeah. So and They're I think great. I, I have I have the the what the Force Awakens and Last Jedi and Dread. I have all three. Nice. And I know there's oh. one for Rebels that I can't. I got. I can't wait till that comes out. Wow. Yeah, there's one Art of yeah Art of the Rebels book. Yeah. Oh so, man. Um, it's so cool too. Those books. I know we're totally off topic. It's okay. It's, yeah. <laughs> uh, but again, it just like books and and yeah, I'll start again. So yeah, so like I have all three. Um, the art of books, the rebels uh, art of books coming out, and they're just really cool. Again, like what TV and comics do, and all of it, they tie in this franchise that we love so much, mm-hmm. and, it, and it makes it that much better. Um, but yeah, highly recommend all those art of books. They're so good. They're yeah. so good. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'll probably just have to invest some invest some time and money into that. Um, right. So my last question relating to Asajj, really quick. Um, so the reason I even thought of this one is I really love Darth Maul. He's my favorite. Um, so be- when I was four is when Phantom Menace came out. Yes. Okay. Um, and so when I went, the listeners have probably heard this story way too many times, so I'll shorten it. But um, I, when I went to the theater, I watched it, and then we went, my mom took me and my sister every day for the rest of the week. Nice. Um, and I ended up with, like, a Darth Maul lightsaber uh, toy. And I just loved him um, as a kid. And then as I grew into an adult, I was fascinated by him, which is what made me think about his relationship with Kenobi, which is what in turn made me think about this question. So Asajj also has a special relationship with Kenobi, um, and he tends to have that with his enemies for whatever reason. Um, He's very charismatic with his enemies. Um, But why do you think that Asajj's relationship with Kenobi meant anything to her? I think, honestly, I think Kenobi, he says, like you were just saying, he's so charismatic, and just because of how he was, he's a Jedi, he had so much empathy for, you know, any character, anybody, like you said, even Maul, Um, you know, Mm -hmm. he probably saw what, you know, Asajj went through, and what she's been probably going through, and he probably just, like, felt he felt bad for her, just like mm-hmm. he probably felt bad for Maul. Yeah. So, you know, I and I love that because I think her her relationship and their you know their relationship together, 
you know, it, it gave that, again, more depth to Asajj because then she started maybe trusting another person, which she didn't really trust a lot of people yeah. outside of uh, maybe herself, really. You know, and that even kind of goes into, like, Dark Disciple where, you know, he was the one that suggested they use Asajj to go after Dooku and, you know, have Quinlan Voss, you know, uh, join up with her and all that. So, yeah, so she wasn't a Sith anymore, and, you know, still, Obi-Wan trusted her. Mm-hmm. He trusted her to do the right thing, which was, again, such a Kenobi thing to do. Yeah. Always trusting his enemies at some time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's so true. Um, I think that's it. Do you have any, like, thoughts and notes that you want to leave the people with on Asajj Ventress? Well, honestly, I, she is, you know, if you haven't watched Clone Wars, I don't know if I don't know why you have it, but if you haven't, yeah, yeah Diamond, and there are so many good characters, especially her. Her art is so good, you know, and I think it parallels Anakin's as far as, you know, her her ups, her downs, her, you know, redemption at the end, uh, as we know in Dark Disciple. It's so good. It's so, so good. Um, there's so much to, you know, uh, invest in her and so much to learn about her, and it, it's just a great, she's just a great character overall. Yeah, absolutely. You're so right. Um, I really appreciate you appreciate you being here and teaching me a lot about Asajj via those questions. <laughs> um, it was really fun. I hope I can have you back on one day. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Um, these character chats are just something that I'm fascinated by. So I also appreciate just your insight in it in general. Um, we all come from different parts of the fandom. So just to have that and to share that with our community and our listeners is really exciting. Uh, Lauren, do you want to tell the people where they can find you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first of all, thank you Shai, for having me on. This of course. A good time as always. Love yeah. talking Star Wars with, uh, with a fellow female as well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can follow me uh, on Twitter and Instagram. I'm trying to do Instagram. Uh, um, you can follow the galactic podcast at the galactic pod on twitter um, we are on spotify apple pod google play Podbean, and yeah go out and support uh, yeah supporting our fellow podcasters and especially our our fellow females in the in the fandom is super important um especially right now yes, it is. Um, it's one of my favorite things about the Kessel Run Weekly family is a lot of us are females in it um, and we love to kind of just advertise that and make sure that people are people are aware um, that we're getting views and insights from everywhere Um, so again appreciate you for being here Uh, you can find yeah of course you can find me personally at cjerica on instagram at cjerica95 on twitter please help me on twitter i have no followers and i'm funny on twitter i'm not funny anywhere else <laughs> um you can read my star wars sunday blogs at cheyennehoover.wordpress.com slowly being rebranded into the kyber crystal um and then don't forget to check out the main channel kessel run weekly here on instagram twitter facebook um we have our kesselrunweekly.com and then we also have twitch streams danny does post the twitch stream schedule typically every monday um because it changes weekly so keep an eye on instagram for that other than that thank you all so much for being here thank you for listening thank you lauren for being here may the force be with you always